I was taking garbage into our big garbage area. I could hear growling and barking in the background, but I didn't realize it was that close until I opened the door to come out of the garbage area, and it was sitting right in front of me. But he he pounced and got me before I could move. I That's why I thought to myself, I'm dead. What a story. What a story. Good to have you here this morning. I'm Alex Pearson, and that is the voice of Chris Bonnet. She was telling us about uh, getting mauled by a pit bull last week. And if you see the pictures, my God, um, her face was literally ripped apart. And then, of course, I'm reading the paper last night, and I'm reading about this Air Canada pilot who uh, was crossing the parking lot in front of, a, I guess, an Etobicoke hotel on Tuesday morning, and he was viciously attacked by a dog in the picture of his arm. Like, these are not, like, scratches. They are deep wounds, like just huge gashes on his arm. And he was told by Toronto Animal Services, uh, the dog, I guess, has been declared a dangerous animal, should have been wearing a muzzle. Clearly it was not. But we've got a lot of people who have gotten dogs, a lot of dogs during the pandemic, and a lot of people who don't have tags on their dogs, a license on their dogs, and then disappear when the dog attacks. And when you look at some of the stats... It's, uh, it's big. They've gone up. In Toronto, we have seen a 39% hike in 2022 of dog attacks and then a 19% spike in dog attacks on other animals. Um, there was that uh, attack in the summer, you might have recalled in August, of that woman just mauled by a dog, and she's okay. But it is happening. So the pit bull ban, not stopping vicious dog attacks, as I think many knew it would not. But what do you do? Right? What do you do? Let's ask Aaron Murray. He's a personal injury lawyer who specializes in, yes, animal attacks. Also a partner over at Leon uh, Murray. Good to have you. Thanks, Alex. Good, good to be on. Uh, it's a, I, it's a. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. It's a, it's a tough topic because, like so many, I am also a dog owner myself. And it, you know, you, you hear about all these stories and. You always want to think, well, you know, my dog would never, my dog would never do that. And unfortunately, everyone thinks that their dog would never attack someone. But it's it's people often lose sight because they become a part of the family. Um, but at the end of the day, they are still an animal, and uh, you have to be conscious of what your animal is doing at all times, part of your family or not part of your family. And the the pit bull ban, of course, is a is a hot topic. But uh, I think it was a lot of focus on one particular breed of dog without focusing on what the real problem is, which generally is dog owners, not dogs themselves. Right. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a, a headline policy where it was very big. It was in the news. You get your headline, but it was not going to remedy anything. I mean, the big thing, I think, is... Uh, when someone gets a dog, there's no real follow through. And I think when you see some of the cases we're seeing, um, no one's getting wrapped over the knuckles when something happens. And so there's no bylaw follow up. And when you see the pictures, and, and I think you probably are familiar with the stories that I've mentioned. I mean, we're not talking like a cocker spaniel bitch on the on the kneecap. These are these are like this woman that I talked to yesterday. Chris could have been killed easily, uh, easily. Um, and so what, what, do, what do they do? What can they do if someone's gone out to get a dog and then they're not licensed and they don't have any paperwork and there's no insurance? You know, it's the bylaw part of it, I think, that is completely missing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the dog owners 
Liability Act is here in Ontario, which in theory, you know, it makes the owners automatically responsible for whatever their dogs do if the dog attacks someone. Mm -hmm. The problem, usually when someone comes to us, it's it's a case as much like the, the two that you referenced a few moments ago, the, the pilot and, and then the, the woman that was, it sounded like she was going to a, a, a garbage sort of area, Taking maybe near her, out, yeah. Yeah, near her residence. Mm-hmm. And we'll see a lot, you know, people will come to us a lot within a few days of something like that happening or, or a couple of weeks. And the tough part is, is one of the first things we have to do is find out, you know, did you get the name of the person? Is there some way yeah. to track them down? I mean, if, if, someone's dog attacks and then the person just takes off there's really no there is no recourse unless there's cameras in the area and you could somehow try and find find the person but you know police generally unless it's a life-threatening attack are not going to put much resources into trying to track down a dog owner Um, sometimes in in our cases what we see is the 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 person may not have been initially tracked down, but the the person that uh, the person who owned the dog that was the attacking dog, they may have they may have left the scene or not left the full name, um, and sometimes the police are able to track them down, but sometimes we have to bring motions to get release of the information about the identities of the dog owners, um, which we're able to do through through the court system, but it can be difficult sometimes to track down track down the owners. Um, yeah, I mean, once in a while we get a really high-profile uh, case where where surveillance catches it and it gets all over the news, and you're able to track them down. I think in the, you know, in the case of Chris, uh, the the person that owned the dog emailed her, so there's some kind of of a chain. But there's not. It it's, your sounds to me like there's not a lot you can do if there's no um, contact and you can't get a name. It's kind of like it's hit and miss. Yeah, if if you can't get a name and there's no contact, you are you're you're really out of luck um and, and as far as the the dog owners liability act itself i mean it can be more than a rap on the knuckles if they can mm-hmm. track the person down and if it's a serious attack we don't really get involved on that side because that's more sort of borderline criminal um because it's it's enforced under the provincial offenses act um you know charges against an owner of a dog that's viciously attacked someone and that can be enforced by bylaw officers or OPP, um, and they may. And we've seen it in some of our cases where ultimately the dogs are ordered to be to be put down, um, right. and there can so be fines. Be- before I run out of time, Aaron, just quickly, sure. what would if you were designing the policy? What would you change? What could you change to actually put more liability on the dog owner um, in these cases? Or, or is it impossible because of the black market and and? I mean, I, I I don't know how I don't know how you could really do it because there's so many unlicensed breed. I mean, there's there's also yeah. lots of people that are breeding dogs out there that aren't fully licensed breeders, and so I think the problem stems much deeper. Um, I I do think that the the legislation that's out there does something because provided the person that owns the dog has homeowners insurance the dog that's attacked mm-hmm. someone else there are ways for the person to be it that that's been attacked to get some compensation at least for the for the injuries that they've suffered yeah serious business must be good at your place so uh, i'm not sure that's a good thing or a bad thing but uh, i appreciate you kind of filling in some of the blanks no problem thanks for having me on
There you go, Aaron uh, Murray joining us. But yeah, not your imagination. There have been a lot of attacks, 1,316 in 2021 in Toronto, and that was up 39%. And in August of 2023, the city of Toronto issued more than uh, 44 dangerous dog um, orders. But again, a lot of them aren't getting reported.